0: Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Latinas Watching Bravo. And we are with the Cali correspondent, Los Angeles, Los Angeles. Let's, let's get it correct, right? <laughs> L.A. in the house. <laughs> OK, girl, you know, we got a lot to talk about this whole Sutton showdown. But before that, <laughs> let's talk about the, the good moments before everything came crashing down.
1: <sighs> OK, let's get into it.
0: Okay, so let okay, so we start off with um Garcelle driving and I love this outfit. She's on her way to talk to Kyle, but did you dig her neon earrings and the like stripe stripe thingy? The stripe shirt. It's not my favorite look of hers. Mm. But you know, you know,
1: it's just not my it's just not my thing.
0: I'm but... finding that I like a lot of unpopular opinions like your Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Styles because <laughs> I love that big pink bow that Leah wore in Roni. Everybody hated it. I took a poll and it was just like three of us. Uh, um, I
1: thought it was fun, you know. i rather people give me something to look at, even if I wouldn't wear it. I mean, like, I want eye candy, right? <laughs> I mean, I, don't, I didn't hate Garcelle's look, I just, you know, it's not for you. Me. Just didn't love it's cool. it. <laughs> it, 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 it's not her best, right? Because she serves. I mean, right served. right yeah you know this was her like daytime I didn't try so hard look
0: <laughs> right <laughs> yeah I really liked it I thought it was so like n- yeah not Garcelle it was very like not high fashion it was like young sexy cute I kind of really dug it but um Okay, so not a favorite of uh, the the most unpopular Bravo opinions. What's your Twitter again? <laughs> Mostly unpopular Bravo opinions. Mostly unpopular Bravo opinions. I guess, um, I although I find a lot of people siding with you lately, so I feel like you have popular opinions now. You might have to change that.
1: I might have to change it. Hey, I find yeah. I find enough. I've been finding enough people. Like the other yeah. day, I, like with Roni, I was like, "Where are the Leah?" people that are still team leah or you know pe- so many people are like here for ramona i'm like who are you people <laughs> who are you
0: i know i what saw that i was all angry eyes i'm like oh Leah i'm i'm half like some days i really love her some days i want to slap her i'm a half her half her <laughs> leah. but to your point i was a hardcore leah fan last season yeah uh-huh because you said that right in your tweet
1: yes it's like everybody like all of a sudden it's like (laughs) second season time to hate the new girl it's like everybody's like this is what we do second season we hate the new girl
0: see I didn't even know that I didn't know I was trendy (laughs) that way but she just really rubs me the wrong way this season like I loved her so much last season But like, I don't know, there's something that comes across to me this season as inauthentic. So I'm actually Mm -hmm. really curious about next episode, because I don't know if you saw the little clip at the end of last night's Roni that, um, you know, they're calling her out on something. Ah uh, and, and so yeah. and then she's like deflecting and I was like, no no, you're ready to fucking ask everybody about penis mm-hmm. size and sex positive, but oh god forbid someone fucking question your shit. You know that's when <laughs> I, that's when I get annoyed as all hell with her. But yeah, I saw your tweet and I was like laughing. I'm like oh yep no, i I would be unpopular opinion. I'm one of the Leah kind of kind of <laughs> sort of haters hey i'm i don't expect my housewives to be perfect right because they wouldn't be housewives (laughs) right that's why we tune in well speaking of why we tune in so next we go to uh sutton and erica have this sit down and i was just floored at the whole conversation of a knobber (laughs) i was so grossed out Uh, what did you think about I Sutton it was so telling random. that story? Speaking of <laughs> sex positive, right? I'm becoming a Ramona. I'm like, ew. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, but I, I, I'm okay with Erica Jane telling that story. But it was very uncomfortable for me to watch Sutton tell that story. What did you think?
1: <laughs> interesting. I'm all for it. I'm free. I'm like, let's talk about it. I don't care. Say. You know, give me all the details. I'm pretty open in my life, um. So I, I didn't really like. I was like, go for it. <laughs> that she was like, I didn't know what a knobber was. <laughs> I was like, ideas.
0: <laughs> but see, and that's what I mean. Like, I totally would have loved this conversation, this story from Erica Jane, Because I would have thought that was hilarious. Yeah. But there was something that really just. It wasn't fun or sexy coming from Sutton. And it just made me uncomfortable. It's like watching an awkward sex scene with your parent like that. You know, like when that part in a movie comes out that you forgot about or you didn't know. And like your parents are (laughs) there. You're just like, oh, my God, let this be over. You know? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's how I felt. I
1: I think I was also just too distracted by you know, mostly when I was watching that scene, I was just kind of mourning um, Erica Jane because right? I used to like her a lot, and um, and I liked what Sutton brought like to her. Like, I feel like Sutton brings a lightness to her that I mm-hmm. like, and and I think that it was just set up with such promise last season, and then this season I'm like, I'm looking at a scene and I can't like you, and you're in a closet full of stuff and and the interesting part of this episode that somebody tweeted out i forgot who they were like this was filmed october 28th and erica filed for divorce november 3rd mm-hmm. So kind of like thinking about that. So I was just kind of preoccupied with all of those things. It was really sad
0: because it's like looking at the end of something that you know is going to tragically go awry, right? Like her, Mm -hmm. even the way they shot it, like so much light was coming in into that room that they were in. Like she was very well sunlit. uh, Yeah. And in the in the pretty pink and um. You know what I found interesting about that scene to your point that I think that was one of the things I had tweeted that it was so awkward to listen to Sutton tell Erica how cathartic it has been to find her own place because she's been so attached to um, her, her dependence on her husband, his wealth. Mm and mm-hmm. her her home and that now everything has like fallen apart and she's having to start all over and that was so ironic that she's telling erica that story in that moment that's what i had tweeted right? about that yeah like, uh, mm-hmm. yeah
1: it's hard not to do not to think about those things when watching any mm-hmm. like for erica scene it's all about the subtext
0: side note did you hear about this hulu documentary that's coming out
1: yes I did today. what do you think I, I'm not excited the little clip I watched um had like Heather McDonald and somebody and oh and, and uh, I forgot where her name is Dana I think from she was a ex uh, housewife from Beverly Hills and I'm like well if those are your experts in this documentary then like we know I know what they think about the situation they've done tons of like talking about it like I want like 2020 on this shit. I want like judges. I want to know the people that like worked for um their house, cleaned their house. I want like the judges. I want the people, the victim. Like I want to like I want to expose. Like I don't want this like half-assed like you know. Sorry, I know I like I'm like I don't want this half-assed podcaster. here we are I'm all hey <laughs> no <And I'm like,
0: laughs> offend this how dare you
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm like, I'm like I'm like how do I spend the <laughs> no but I mean like like I feel like we're not gonna learn no, I anything know. new that that's because we like you know I don't care to hear Heather McDonald's take on Erica Jane.
0: You bring up a really good point. I haven't seen the clip yet. I saw the articles, but I didn't know it was not a 2020 thing. So they should really rename that not documentary. That's like opinion. That's an op-ed, you know? Yeah.
1: And then somebody tweeted that Ronald Richards was actually, you know, Ronald Richards, right? The
0: lawyer that's the, always on Twitter? The, the infamous lawyer.
1: I know. I was laughing so hard. I was like, this troll <laughs> right? tried his way to a job. He figured out how to make this a job, but that that he had been interviewed for two days for the documentary, but because he ended up um, getting employed on the case as like the bounty hunter, that they had to basically take all his interviews away. So he won't be part of the the documentary
0: anymore. either. Mm, So now it's just all opinion and gossip tabloid awesome i think so but i
1: only saw like a 30 second like
0: clip right well we shall be covering that when it comes out i think it comes out next week so we should do a special podcast for that one
1: Um,
0: okay so now we get to one of the big moments the big highlights the sit down with kyle and garcelle about her, for anyone that wasn't familiar with what happened last season, Gar- it was just miscommunication, Garcelle owed a donation for a charity event. Uh, she hadn't updated her address with her her company or her staff or whatever, how that works. And when Kyle sent the invoice, it got lost in the mail, rerouted to an old address. So when the reunion came, uh, Kyle called her out on not paying her bill. And when Garcelle followed up on that, she found that it was routed to the wrong address. And as soon as she found the error, she uh, made it right, got it paid. And that is where we're starting this conversation. So before I get into my opinion, my co-host, you go first. What did you think about this whole sit down?
1: Well, first of all, this new character, Kyle and her new nose. I am distracted. She looks beautiful. Um, but actually, overall, I was very surprised. I got mad all over because I remembered that moment um, in the reunion because that was really nasty and and I was surprised they were able to bounce out of that moment. Um, but I actually felt like um, Kyle handled it pretty well, like listened kind of apologized and like she didn't fight it in a way that like others you know that we've seen so i feel like she's been kind of like i think more housewives need to kind of see the way she kind of handled like the listening part and the validating of of what garcelle was telling her because some of the things was super powerful you know that that people do take for granted and that don't they don't realize the implications of some actions that they might think, you know, have nothing to do with race, but they do and that um there's all this trauma behind it. So I thought it was a I thought it was a really wonderful scene. I, I really enjoyed it.
0: I agree with you hundred percent. I remember when that air during the reunion, I also was taken aback. Like I remember gasping. I was like <gasps> how dare mm-hmm. you? You know, how dare you say that? And I actually tweeted that. Uh, that was my tweet. Does she, would she have asked a white woman that? Cause that is exactly mm-hmm. how I felt. And then of course, like us as long-term viewers, we know Kyle is petty as fuck. She would have asked anybody cause she's petty. That's the game she plays. Mm-hmm. But, um, Garcelle doesn't know her. So I thought it was a, t- cause you know, a lot of people were on Twitter saying that that was not a, a, a fair question. I'm like, absolutely. It was a fair question. She don't know her like that. I would ask too, shit, I knew she was being petty and I questioned it. I was like, ooh, that is cause you, you know, you would have called Lisa Vanderpump, you would have called um, Camille, you know, you would have, you would have taken care of that on the down low and not, waited and exposed that at the reunion in your petty attempt you know so yeah i thought that was a, i thought that was a very valid question and i loved how kyle really got it and like you said there was no white explaining or any kind of yes. you know trying to justify she totally you could see it in her face she was taking it in she was listening she completely understood she didn't try to like justify herself, backpedal any of that. And of course, as Latinas, we know that everything that Garcel is 100 percent true. Like even on this channel, I code switch and censor myself a lot because I'm like, oh, did I cuss too much? Did I say bad words too much? Even though white podcasters can say whatever the hell they want, you know, but we're held to a different uh, you know, condition and the standard and, and all these stereotypes, right? I don't want to appear ghetto. I don't want to appear this or that. And, um, I feel that way also like what Garcelle was saying about tipping. I used to be a server and so I'm a, I'm a good tipper to begin with, but sometimes when I've had shitty service, I still feel the need to tip because I don't want them to say that, you know, all Mexicanos are bad tippers or all Latinos are bad tippers, And it's just kind of like those little things when it comes to accusing someone of not paying a bill and all the repercussions that come from that. So I totally loved that she brought that to the attention of white audiences because we know this, right? POC knows this watching, but I guess white viewers have a lot to learn as it's turning out.
1: (laughs) And they said it in the dialogue. So I just, I actually wrote it down because I just thought it was just so simple and nice. Like like, like you said, Garcelle told her, would you have said, it to to one of the white women and then kyle said uh, and then she asked her you weaponized it towards me and i thought that was mm-hmm. such a smart like it's like definitely and then and then le dijo kyle i would never think that esta, le dijo, because you don't have you to. don't have to like, oh, mm-hmm. perfect y ahí se cayó. and she was like okay you know yeah that's right that's right I also think Kyle is really smart and I think that she pays attention I think Kyle works quietly and stealthily and I'm not saying that she has like ulterior motives but I do believe that once she starts seeing a cultural shift she is smart enough to lean in and be like I don't want to get canceled what is happening Mm -hmm. and that she has this this desire to be cool, you know, and she's so <laughs> she's not cool, but she, that she desires to be in the know, and so I feel like she's one. She's probably someone that that read White Fragility.
0: Mm-hmm. I hope so. I hope she did. But I agree. Yeah. Co-sign everything you said. Absolutely. Um. Now we get to oh, before we get to the big Lucy moment, what did you think of Garcelle's uh confession look, the purple?
1: Oh, I enjoyed it. Me I enjoyed too, it so much. I thought it was fun. Like, why not? Let's like have fun.
0: I thought it was and- so beautiful and like very regal and young and fun. Mm-hmm.
1: And 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 it's, uh Erica Jane is on her way out, so we need another fashion queen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, and the thing is that only Garcelle could pull that look off. Garcelle is stunning, and I thought she looked so just sexy sheet grown grown sexy like she looks so beautiful i love it
1: can you believe some people on twitter were talking shit that garcelle had copied um that garcelle had copied um melancamp are you kidding me because teddy did the pink hair
0: first i was like oh my god i was like you wish means, you wow. wish teddy was ever even in the same stratosphere that garcelle would notice crazy i was like,
1: what? I was like this one teddy fan came out to like try to the read. one teddy fan <laughs>
0: <laughs> kyle's fake account no just kidding <laughs> oh how annoying no i didn't see that i would have been talking shit how annoying Ugh. How dare you? How dare you right. diminish our fashion queen uh Garcelle and put her on the same level? Are you kidding? She didn't even dye it pink. Wasn't it just like tips or something? Like I don't even I don't even remember her remember. doing a full pink. Right? We don't need it's not.
1: I don't know. Yeah, we well, it put in pink too, but I don't feel like we need to diminish or think that like ourselves copying her. In. Had it not been anyway. for that one Teddy
0: fan, I would have never even remembered. <laughs> 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 I'd have been like Mariah Carey, who I don't know her, that although she's Teddy coming pink back. Right? Did you hear that?
1: i hear that one teddy fan and that one teddy fan is me
0: no i was about to say i was about to ask you unpopular opinion Are you a Teddy fan. <sighs> <laughs> okay i'll say this
1: I, I i i wrote this a long time ago and i'm like i think teddy is iconic because she lives rent-free in people's minds. (laughs) I think that she, I think that she bothers people on such a level Mm -hmm. and like people love to call her boring, but if she was truly boring, then people wouldn't be talking about her. We forget about boring people. So I really (laughs) think, look, I think she was annoying as fuck and she, but I don't think she was boring and i appreciated that she was so desperate to keep that diamond that she was working maybe she was working in ways we didn't like her to but she was working and she was calling shit out and she was being out in the open while everybody else basically let her take the fall and she put in a lot of work and didn't wasn't sneaky about it and wasn't manipulating people behind their backs you know So I appreciate a housewife that comes to work as opposed to someone that just watches everything and Melissa from Jersey, you know, you know.
0: (laughs) That's why she's unpopular opinion, folks. (laughs) (laughs) No, I hear you. There was like the first season I actually really liked Teddy. I felt she, you know, was on this accountability train thing. But then afterwards, like for me, it waned off. Like I felt she was like really boring and boring in a different way. Cause Dolores is also a quiet housewife, but I really love Dolores. Um, for some reason I like, I never cared what was going on with Teddy's life. I was just kind of like, Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, let's, let's move her on. But with Dolores, like I care to stalk her on Instagram, even though she's considered a boring housewife. Right. But to your point, I don't stalk Melissa Gorga. I don't care what's going on with her either. She's mm-hmm. a boring housewife. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Levels of boring housewives, right? But you know who is not boring? Here's one of the big ones we wanted to talk about. Lucy. <laughs> hey,
1: what a pleasant surprise. Right, I'm so excited. And it seems like they have such a good relationship. <laughs>
0: I know. I tweeted out that like watching Lucy, I was ready. Like I sat up and I was ready to say like mande, you know, because she was like <laughs> such mom tía abuela vibes, you know.
1: Totally. How many foot do you have?
0: <laughs> ¿Esta que ya está ordenando más zapatos. Oh, qué feo ese vestido. Like, right. Yes! Total mom vibes. Qué horror. Yes.
1: I love. ¿Vas salir así? <laughs> I love that. I'm like, give favorite... her a
0: spinoff. Yes, we need a spinoff for sure. One of my favorite little, one of those little moments was when she's talking to Crystal and then she tells Crystal's brother, uh, can you go turn the dryer on? <laughs> oh, see, see, see. And it was just like such a mom moment that I really enjoyed that, actually. Her just kind of ordering was... everyone around.
1: This was a packed scene. I really appreciate it. We learned, like, that do direct the Lion King in his 20s. That mm-hmm. her organizing. We learned about her brother. We learned about her family, Lucy. Like we learned about these kids thinking about they wanted a $2,000 budget for their present. I was like, what the? <laughs>
0: Yeah, someone yep. tweeted out, we learned more about Crystal in that five-minute scene than we have in Erica's entire run. On. <laughs> I I saw that.
1: <laughs> I saw that. And I loved, I loved it because there was also a lot of dimension. I love that we're seeing, you know, her pop star brother being the Manny uh-huh. because, you know, I feel like that's a story that doesn't get told so many times that a lot of times... You know, you also have like folks coming in as immigrants, having doctor's degrees, lawyer degrees and having like all of this experience that they can't translate or they, you know, hear and and people love to shit on immigrants and and, and they devalue them. Right. And so mm-hmm. I think I thought it was just really cool, a really cool spin on that immigrant story of like he has this awesome career at home and he's just you know here temporarily x y and c reasons but i just thought that that was kind of like a really cool relatable to like us you know people of immigrant families
0: yeah and you know actually to that point um when i took the poll on our instagram account y'all need to follow us latinas watching bravo shout out to everyone on the ig and the ig story fam because we hit our thousand over the weekend i'm so proud yes we started off with like three little followers on instagram and now we're uh, we hit a thousand on the weekend and it's been growing so i'm super excited but to that point um thank you so to that point we did a poll right on lucy and we had a lot of people that really love this scene like you and I did. But to your point about telling a different narrative, um, a very valid comment made by some of our viewers was, although I love finally having like a familiar face, it's also really sad that we are still only po- portrayed as, quote, the help. Right. And like in this servitude Fair. area, never as the main character. And I think that's completely valid. That did cross my mind, too. Um, And then I pushed Mm -hmm. it to the side because I wanted to enjoy this moment. But that Mm -hmm. did cross my mind. Like this is, you know why? Because it's like, again, my whole thing is like California, Texas. This was all Mexico to begin with.
1: Mm-hmm. yet we have
0: like no representation right and native land let me shout out to the native primos like this is native land first right and then we were colonized yeah. and we were mexico before it was the u.s and so that's why it's named california that's why it's los angeles right but mm-hmm. we don't have representation and so um we had that great conversation on ig and so i just wanted to mention that in the podcast because i think that's absolutely valid but i did love the yes. scene you know, and, and it was so nice to have like a very homey feeling. And you can tell that they work as a unit, as a partnership and not as like, um, you know, Crystal employer bossing down Lucy, which I love because she also says that they call her La Presidente, right? Yay. <laughs> and then she even posted her on Instagram. And like, I just I love how Crystal and her uh, have uh, from what we can see a great relationship you know I thought yeah. it was very sweet and let's talk about this look I am so here for Crystal's confessional I could not take my eyes off this um what is it like I don't know you're the fa- you're more fashionista than I am the three <laughs> bows and this it looks like velvet I love like it open cutout. it's beautiful
1: it's beautiful she's very classy
0: she is but- she has a beautiful sophisticated look
1: I'm looking forward to her like that's that clip we get of like where was that body cuz I I I also feel like the this classy um sophistication is also something that as immigrants or people of color we tend to be like oh because this isn't this is going to make me like that's my costume so that people will accept me right and so I kind of am like fuck it, let's go Cardi B. Fuck you, let's, <laughs> you know, let's let's show it all, like you know what I mean like I do. Like I feel yeah. like there's this responsibility in what we wear in like appeasing other people's eyes. So, I Like she's
0: I being like, Rob's wife.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, and to have fun and i think and i think she is and so um i i'm liking this departure from like the first episode where it was just like full-on turtleneck like everything was just so covered up you know
0: and i just loved it so much i wonder what her zodiac sign is because i'm a virgo and like this is very much um a style i really love and I, I hear you, though. I think sometimes like going on a national show, you you always want to put your best foot forward because you're representing all your people, not just yourself. And mm-hmm. so, you know, I hear what you're saying. And then there's a moment where hopefully she'll be able to just be Crystal, who was born and raised in the L.A., as she tells us later on. Right. Um, yeah. And who? who well, is in the valley. Crystal, in the right. Valley. <laughs> oh, that's right. She does say that. Where is she from? Tell us location
1: A Bale, look, let me see where did she write ah while you're where, where while is you're is doing that north?
0: what did you think about i forgot to cover um i'm gonna let you cover it first because you're the oh, artist and uh-huh. you said you write for these looks what about sutton's confessional with the white two cats oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna say that it. i
1: love it <laughs> i love it and i wish i could pull something off but i have big boobs and so I cannot pull off anything that doesn't require like a heavy duty bra. <laughs> but I love it. I feel like it's like New York and oh, I love it. Oh. oh,
0: you're right. It is reminiscent of that. Yeah. Okay. You know what, though? I didn't hate it as much as I hate other things. I did look at it and not make a face. I liked it. It was interesting. Yeah.
1: Okay. So coming back to Crystal, Crystal is a June baby. Uh, Her birthday is June 23rd, 1985. Um, She is a Cancer. She's a Cancer. Shout out to the Cancers. Yeah, Cancer Month. Um, And um, oh, she grew up in Northridge. Northridge is far from LA Central. I've been up there a couple of times, but just in and out. Um, it's a surf area, thing... no?
0: No. Oh, okay, no. no. I'm referencing no, like, no, no. like shows I've probably seen on MTV or something. No, <laughs> watch,
1: me, watch watch people be like, she doesn't know what she's talking about. Okay, I don't get out to the <laughs> valley that much, okay? It's definitely the valley, and the valley is known for being hot as hell um and the nor- north northridge is also known for it being the epicenter of the giant northridge or earthquake oh so that's what i know northridge for like it's very uneventful very like um
0: no offense There's to anyone excited. listening from northridge sorry 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 <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs>
1: let me make everybody mad
0: right unpopular opinion guys you know that's why she's unpopular
1: <laughs> and that's why we're anonymous
0: <laughs> right <laughs> Don't
1: come for me if
0: anyone's from northridge y'all drop them in the dms i will read them next podcast and uh celebrate northridge <laughs>
1: I'm from South Central, so me defiendo.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Right. And that's why I said that because I'm from El Paso and everybody always wants to drag us. So I'm like, hey, 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 hey. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yes, she's she's originally from Northridge, born and raised. And so we're excited to see more of not Rob's wife, but Crystal from Northridge. Right. (laughs) Yes. and
1: And it's so unexpected. Northridge is so unexpected for a housewife. I personally
0: why so is it not excited. like foofy expensive like beverly hills is it not oh, like that? Not oh not at all
1: not at all and and the other thing is is that the other beautiful thing is that in la everybody and their mama's an actor or like came here to act or to be an artist or to be a model or to do this And I feel like a lot of times we see a certain version of LA in TV and also people that come here are expecting to see like the Pamela Anderson everywhere. Mm -hmm. And that's definitely not, that's just like one little part of LA. And so many of us, like I have such pride on those of us that are like born and raised and to be like hey we're here like because a lot of times the people that come here to you know to be actors to you know the transplants um tend to have louder voices or sometimes kind of dictate the narrative of who la is and who the people are and we're just so diverse and such so dynamic and um yeah, we're just, you know, LA is full of such great people of just such different backgrounds and and different cultures. A 40-minute drive or a 2-hour drive of traffic.
0: <laughs> right? We'll people are like, "What?"
1: Whole, we'll get you to a whole different like place. Like now I live like close to like the mountains are like right here. I can go on a hike like today I drove Um, to to a house and uh, to pick something up and there was like peacocks everywhere. And and that's, yeah, and that's just the normal. And then you can drive 40 minutes away and then you're at the beach and the ocean, right? And so like, it's just, there's so much culture and there's so many different types of people here. So that's why I'm super excited that we have a Northridge girl out of everything.
0: Yeah. That is cool. Yeah. So like an authentic representation of the non- version that we all think is Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. is la yeah um now we get to when oh last part i just want to say her brother's really cute and i didn't know how old he was so i didn't want to tweet that and look like a cougar, but I thought he he was so cute. I was like, how are you doing, Crystal's brother, over here? Uh, I thought the Manny, I have a crush on the Manny. But now we get to one of your favorite scenes. The ladies are heading to Lake Tahoe. Uh. And uh, we start off with the fashions, right? Is that that, uh, Erica Jane? That's basically
1: what this, this one was, the fashion show. But the part about it that I like, is literally erica jane's entrance it couldn't have been more perfect she's literally wearing an orange jumpsuit that <laughs> looks like a jail suit and has a fur and is carrying a, a, a like a fur coat she comes in she poses she stops she struts the leg. It's like look at me with her mouth like looking all hot and i was just imagining i was like that's how this bitch is going to show up to prison and be like hey and they're going to be like oh I'm sorry you don't get to bring glam and she's gonna be like no
0: oh, <laughs> I know there were so many hysterical memes about that I was like oh god everything and that's just what it's going to be us looking back on everything she does and dissecting it I but mean like, but
1: how is it possible that like
0: that coat was beautiful you- though
1: yes but she's literally wearing
0: oh my god it does look straight jumpsuit. up like a jumpsuit I'm looking back at it right now <laughs> and then with bags packed like what an implication huh yeah,
1: it's just oh like too perfect too perfect they're giving us everything we want and didn't know we want we need it
0: oh my god it is a jumpsuit I'm looking at it the, her entrance right now that you mentioned it. I'm watching her walk in oh my god it is she's
1: ready for orange is the new black <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah, she is. She's ready to go.
1: Except I, on the, the that other that hand,
0: played. have found my spirit housewife, who I was not excited about at all. And I have now found she is actually my spirit housewife, Kathy Hilton. Yeah, <laughs> <What? laughs> I have become a, yeah, I've become a huge fan. Uh, like the fact that she walked in and her first question was about snacks. Like that is my type of girl, <laughs> and it's a one-hour flight, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Like she is just so not part of that world, but yet she's a Hilton. That like the paradox of that it just oh my god it makes me laugh so hard. And I'll get into more uh-huh. as we get into that that session about two truths and a lie or whatever. Um, any other fashions from? Before that point that you want to hit on, or you're ready to go? No, no,
1: no, no. I'm just still shocked over how much you love Kathy. I know I am
0: too, because I didn't care for her at all. I was just like, oh, another Hilton. But I still
1: think she's overhyped. I'm like, what?
0: (laughs) Well, I guess for me, because I never hyped her to begin with. That I'm like, Mm. you know, like people gave her a 10 coming in. I gave her a zero. So now I'm like a five. So I'm I'm excited. Um, She's become like a weird favorite for me. I don't know why. (laughs) I just think it's funny how she she ruffles Kyle's feathers. And when we were doing the Roni recap, uh, shout out to Awen in Puerto Rico. And Mm -hmm. we we were talking about her takes on this. Uh, Beverly Hills upcoming season she told me she said because I was like oh I don't want to hear it I don't care I don't care about Kathy Hilton and she said no you forget Kathy Hilton is Kyle's older sister and we're gonna now watch their dynamics of Kyle having to having to check herself and fall in line behind her old older sister and and she's gonna have to be you know, little sister. So we're going to get to see their sister relationship affect the group relationship and Kyle's place within the group relationship. And I said, you know what? I never thought about that. And she's like, yeah, we're going to get to see Kathy now boss her around and her not really be able to say anything. Like I had never taken into consideration the sister dynamic, which we see play out in this Tahoe trip. And I just couldn't stop laughing. (laughs) so that's where I i'm was, at i love how she kind of true. makes kyle so agitated
1: <laughs> how good point you know i was even thinking me laugh. okay I, I would do this uh my conspiracy theories are all like housewives related no harm done but i was even thinking i was like you know when i, I i've heard this before of like oh well you know the dynamic of the sister and i'm like is this the producer's ploy so we can start liking Kyle again? When somebody <laughs> that makes her look
0: likable? You know what, though? I've often said, I never see production's hand in stuff. A lot of you guys are really good about saying that. You could be right. You, you know, could be or right.
1: I could, or it could just be a uh, conspiracy theory. You know what? Before no we merit. get into
0: <laughs> that what? You could be conspiracy theory. What?
1: Uh, it could be a conspiracy theory that has no merit.
0: Or that, right? We never know which way it goes with them. <laughs> like uh Aaron, right? Uh Denise's Aaron. You could you could have vans following. Oh, you. Or it could just be LA traffic. We don't know.
1: <laughs> wow, that that, oh yes. yes.
0: What do you think about before we get into their game that they played at Lake Tahoe? Um, speaking of production, I, I'm now looking at things with a finer tuned eye. And I saw that like Rinna and Dorit made these public interviews the night that the second episode aired, and they really first of all Rinna straight up is like going senile she's like I wish Garcelle would just tell me to my face that she doesn't want me want to be my friend um and that she doesn't trust me and I'm like ma'am we watched her tell you twice on national tv in two different episodes like what are you talking about so the fact that she's creating a faux feud and then they interviewed dorit because i love that kathy calls her dorit (laughs) (laughs) they interviewed dorit and um she also said it'd be garcelle for me of the people she like thought was inauthentic and so that's making that's making me wonder are they trying to, at first I was just like, are they trying to build like a fake feud to like continue a storyline for next season? But then someone on Twitter said, this is a bunch of bullshit. They're trying to create a fake feud to get the attention off their mean girl, Erica Jane, part of their squad. Mm. And I was like, Oh, that's interesting. What do you think? Hmm.
1: You know, I think, I think they definitely are always, trying to make storyline happen and stay relevant, right? The Mm -hmm. more they keep going, you know, once they're they're off season, right? The better it is for them, like getting renewed or, you know, continuing this um, filming and stuff like that. I don't think it's necessarily to keep it away from Erica because that would mean that they're like super smart and three steps ahead. (laughs) And I don't think, Right. I mean, I I like Dorit. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> but uh Dorrit isn't that smart I don't think i don't think I don't think she's three steps away. I think she's uh I think she just likes to be the center of attention. I think she likes to be asked her opinion, and everybody else is her friend, so you know it is an easy target.
0: that's a good point. that's more where I leaned um that's what I thought originally, so I just wanted your take on that. I was like, oh, I'm gonna ask her. But mm-hmm. now we head to Lake Tahoe and let's see. Oh, here's one of the fashion moments for me, a non fashionista. I actually loved Kathy Hilton's confessional. I love that blouse she's wearing. Did you like that? I thought it was so, I don't know, there was something very chic I liked about it.
1: The one with the pussy bow?
0: Yeah, the three, the multicolor. Um, it's like a gold, a hot pink, and a blue. What did you think? Did you hate it? Because we tend Hibachi. to be on opposites
1: hibachi Really?
0: Yeah? For me, it's fashion, hun It's
1: very Melania Trump.
0: Oh, no me digas eso. How dare you?
1: And I feel like it needs tailor. I hate
0: it (laughs) now. How dare you? Oh. I I actually really liked it on her. And I don't like stuff like that usually, but I thought she wore it well. That is very—it's eclectic, like her. Maybe that's why I liked it. Like I wouldn't like that on anyone else, but her. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: But the moment that I actually really lived for was Garcelle in this coat. Oh,
1: I love that coat. Yes. Did you like that
0: multicolored coat? Wait, the multicolored. but they mean? get there. Oh yes,
1: yes, yes. Oh, I thought you were talking about her confessional—the black.
0: Look, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. When she's like, oh, hell no, I'm not staying with the bears. <laughs> <laughs> They're so ridiculous.
1: They're so ridiculous. But They yes, all are. I love you know clip. what? Yeah. Yes, that
0: was a tweet I had for all of them because it, it started with your girl who we all know I'm not a fan of. Side note, I did a poll. Our room is actually 54% Doreen, and it was like you know right under what is it like 47 whatever the difference was not durie so it's a strong pull for durie on our page but 80% that 80% that believe she is a culture vulture and mm. totally black fishing styles and hairstyles so i thought that was interesting that it's like 50-50 but then 80% oh yeah no she is but i say this because i don't want you to think i'm picking on her um because i am but i'm not <laughs> you think they're it personally no 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 but like I promised the audience that they had a representative for team Dorit
1: I am here for you yes okay and and let's talk about okay team Dorit (laughs) Dorit now now I'm gonna call her Dorit because we got that in my brain how dare you um, her confessional look, the baby doll corset, That's what I was
0: going to get into.
1: <laughs> yeah, just making sure. I loved it, by the way. Oh, God, no! Ugh. Her
0: makeup, her
1: makeup is, uh, like, I feel like her hair and makeup is a little bit somewhere else. Okay. Like, I feel like she kind of overdid it. Okay, but so I'm loving we agree the then, right?
0: That tan is like no mama's way, right? I mean... You see that, right?
1: (laughs) I see it. I guess you know what? I see it, but I don't, I don't, because when I see orange, I don't see like, oh, you're trying to be a Latina or you're trying to be black. I see, oh, you're just, Trying but to the fact that you just classified your... her skin color as
0: orange is what I'm talking about.
1: because she overdid it. She overdid right. it. Right? okay she's been stuck in her house for a year, or like maybe the <laughs> the place she's used to going isn't open because it's quarantine. She probably did the self tanner. She probably like, did. times in Beverly
0: Hill. <laughs> I saw that and I was like. I'm gonna ask her on that pod- podcast. That's why I told the people on IG stories. I'm like, look, I'm gonna trash her right now. But don't you worry, there's a team co-host. <laughs> you will have representation because <laughs> I can't with her. I can't. No mames. Like she came on my TV, and I was. I had to like change the contrast. I had to go put on shades. Like, stop, stop.
1: (laughs) You know, I was just, it was funny because I was just listening to the deep dive with Jessica Sinclair and she was talking about um, tanning. And she was saying that, like, for her, that her whole thing was like, if you can't tone it, tan it. And that, and she was like, I didn't realize that I overdid it and that I was orange until (laughs) we were doing a photo shoot. And the people doing the photo, sh- it almost ruined the whole photo shoot and people were like, I don't think we can use any of no. these pictures. Cause she didn't realize how orange she was because she was used to just doing it. And then next thing you know, when you come, you when you sit next to somebody else, you're like, oh, I am not a nice
0: little glow.
1: <laughs> right,
0: <laughs> right. Cause I, cause you know, we've grown up watching the OC women. I think they get beautiful tans um jersey does excessive tanning too but it works on them because it's jersey you know (laughs) but uh um dorit over here i was just like girl (laughs) let let me go get my shade so i can finish watching the episode (laughs) She's going through
1: financial (laughs) struggles she has to pay for like At home, teachers and all right, (laughs) right.
0: She's like, and then I go downstairs and check on the kids at school. (laughs) There's
1: a lot happening in her life.
0: (laughs) I guess, I guess she wanted to feel like she was vacationing, so she slapped on that tan, (laughs) self-tanner. Um, but the part, the part that I was yelling at all of them was this scene where. It was really funny they were all being super high maintenance and Dorit over here that brings like 20 bags she's like, I need to have people that carry this for me. And I was just thinking like y'all are some bitches now you know how everyone else's back is breaking carrying all your shit maybe y'all should travel a little lighter. But that's for all of them not just Dorit. Yeah. I
1: love that, and that was so nice. I just enjoyed that so much because I think they're used to it, and so yeah. they were expecting it. And I think Rena says, "Oh, production." She whispers, "Like production didn't let me have it because of COVID, because you know, I guess um, they need to have the least people there mm-hmm. as possible." Um, so I think that they, they probably packed like they usually do. Right. Um, right. The
0: right. <laughs> yeah, because it was her and Garcelle that we were like, what? And I'm like, mm-hmm, yes, ma'am. And that's why we pack a little lighter because people have to slog around all y'all's uh, glam cases. And I was pleasantly surprised that, Kat, again, the Hilton didn't complain. It's just fascinating who complains and who doesn't. You know what I mean? That's funny. Um, Think for
1: yourself. I don't travel light. I just
0: make extra muscles carrying everything. Of course you do because you're a California person. <laughs> know, like, of course you would. Of course. No, I'm just kind of a lazy packer. Like, I hate to carry anything. So um, I'm going to just uh, who would I be closest to? Maybe Denise. I'm a ragamuffin. Like, I'm very low-maintenance <laughs> makeup, low-maintenance hair. I'm just going to pack what I need. And if I can get away with like above head and one check bag, that's heaven. I don't want to be carrying shit. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) In the
1: comfort of my quarantine home, I'm very low maintenance, but uh, when I'm outside, like going somewhere, I try to, I try to make it happen. Yeah. Not not like, not like super, like I'm not like a super, super you know, manicure, pedicure every week kind of girl, but I definitely um, try to look
0: okay. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I think Dallas made me that way. Dallas is very high maintenance and I remember like after a few years living there, I'll never forget the moment it took over me. I was it was like a Saturday morning and I was going to walk to like the local little market and I actually put on like full beat like a full face. (laughs) What? And like my big Texas hair just to go to the store. And then I realized at that moment, like, oh my God, I became a Dallasite. Like we really are about like big makeup and big hair. And wow. uh, that's when it took over me. So I became like a glam girl for a couple of years. But when I lived in DC, it's so humid, 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 humid. Your makeup fl- uh, like slides off your face. There's no makeup. And, like, I couldn't do anything to my hair because it's really curly. And so in the humidity, it would just, like, whoop, curl right up. And so after about, like, two weeks, um, I gave up all that Texas shit. And, like, that was it. I completely was, like, de <laughs> And I came back home, and it was so funny because people used to always tell me, oh, do you want us to wait for you to get ready? And I'm like, oh, no, I am ready. Like, this is what I look like now, guys. <laughs> <laughs> My mom would be like, esperamos. I'm like no, like this is how I was gonna go. Damn, she's like trying to give you hands like right right like, ready right <laughs> you know what to I'm like, no yeah like this is how I look now guys this is how I go out <laughs> So yeah. I was trending. I was like or home yeah. chic vibes <laughs> 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 okay, so now we get into this whole um, this whole scene, is it before they do their three things, the moment where Garcelle, Garcelle just to make sure Rina understands, uh, she goes back to Rina to tell her, I don't like you. <laughs> they have that moment. <laughs> oh, that's right.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I gotta give it to Garcelle for coming in hot and being um, so honest about that with her right. and being like, no, nope, I'm not gonna give you any of it.
0: hmm I uh-huh. really appreciated that. And the way she like went up to her too, like, hi, I heard you like what how, that's that's such a, um that takes such strength to not dance around and be like, Yeah, I heard that you thought we were cool, and I just I wanna make sure you understand we're not. <laughs> and I could have know- died
1: but the, the, the thing about rena is that you can tr- you can trust rena to be loyal to her paycheck if you know right. that you know how to be around her and and i gotta give it to rena because she straight up told her you know it's the, garcelle's like how can i trust you and she's like i can't promise you that like she's right. just really like i can't promise you i'm not gonna backstab you in the back isn't
0: you know? that nuts what did you think about that i think it's
1: i i think it's rena being like i have a job to do my job is number one and i really feel that um all of the garcelle stuff against rena isn't so much about denise but it's so much it's more about like you were my friend on the show and you're supposed to be my ally because i know you the most but i if i can't trust you then like i'm just you know out to the wolves in this in this group you know now 100 percent only half sudden right now she's been completely iced out from this group and and i think it's a very vulnerable and a very and a place of losing if you if the person that is supposed to be your ally is telling you like no i'm you know i'm here to do a job first and i think you know i give it to rina because rina's been in tv long enough that she knows that she has to be transparent she knows that she doesn't have enough of a storyline in her own life that she has to be the bone collector because if she does, she's not sharing her story, then she has to be like contributing to the drama. And so I think she knows what she has to do. And, you know, she's like, sorry, it's not personal. It's business. We're coworkers.
0: Well, and that's what I found so fascinating about this conversation in the same way that I totally respect herself for being like, let's make it clear i don't like you and let's talk about why rina is also extremely bold in her authenticity of like you said being like i don't know i don't know garcel i don't know i might you know she tells her like <laughs> i might screw you over but i think for and this is the difference like how i also watch it you know i think garcel and i are on some level trying to figure out where the line is of real friendship and not because uh, Rena backpedals in that. She says she doesn't know Denise all that well, that she knows um, Garcelle more. And then right at the end, she says, I've known Denise for years, for decades. And so I remember tweeting out, I was like, bitch, what is, what is it then? You act like you didn't know her and, and new phone, who this? And then all of a sudden you're like, oh my God, I've known her for decades. So clearly- uh, you're able to to dick over someone who was a true friend. And I think, for me, that that's always so hurtful. Like, when the real friendships fall apart. You know... Or do you think they're all fake, and then this, there are no real friendships?
1: I think... I think that both are... Like, I think it's true that they've known each other for decades, and yet that they're not good friends. Because... This is what happens in, in, I don't know if it's just L.A., but in acting culture and in theater culture, and as actresses, like your job is to create a realness and an intimacy with other people on screen, right? Mm -hmm. So your job is to have instant chemistry. And so they're actresses, and you can really like be a person that when you see each other, like, you're like loving on each other and then you don't talk for like right. a, weeks. Or if maybe you don't talk at all in your personal life, but you've had an intense experience doing a movie or an episode. And you know, it's kind of like, it, it, it's such a stressful situation to film. You're there long hours, you know, you're, sometimes you're away from your family so that the people on set become your friends and you get so close to them. But as actresses, you're used to, like, having to break up with your family after a show or after a movie or after, you know, like a detachment. Yeah, because because it's just one thing. It's a gig after a gig after a gig after a gig. And so you don't know when you're going to see them. When you see them, you think fondly of them because you've had experience and you've been through it with them. But it's not like you're calling them on the phone. It's just you're bumping into them and, and you know, you have a relationship, kiss, kiss, hug, hug. But it's not like you're calling them to tell them about, like, you know, what's happening to your kids or, you know. I don't think that they had that kind of relationship. I, I think, think they had, they a, had a little
0: bit more. I think they had a little bit more than what you're describing. I think as actresses in the business, definitely every, everywhere you go, right. It all turns into high school, whether you're at work, no matter what your jobs are. So I think there was a click, you know? Um, oh, and then someone said on one of the Bravo chat rooms that, that in her book, in a Denise Richards book, which was published years ago, she often talks about so many, um, like Rinna is very much in her book as, as a close personal friend. Uh, like oh, okay. through. yeah so i think that's what garcelle's problem is like like how she says in the past episode right like oh that's how you treat people you love and you're close to don't help me don't be my friend then <laughs> um and then now we see Rina really backpedaling on that and being like oh i had no idea who she was and a lot of you guys feel like what you're saying you know Rina knows the assignment and she's here to work and the check but I do think that sucks, man, like because of the reasons you said, like Garcelle doesn't have anyone then. And she kind of thought you were going to be an ally because you it was you three making fun of Kyle in the fucking van, you know, that night where they were all wearing pink. It was her, Denise and and Rina. But as we see Rina, Rina's in it to win it right on her own. Mm-hmm. And she's going to turn on you. So I'm glad Garcelle's you know weary but that that whole scene between them was really interesting because Garcelle ends it with like she says you know how can I how can I know that I can trust you you're not gonna backstab me And Rina's like you don't know that I can't promise you that like that's insane I was like okay well all right then Rina," which we know (laughs) as viewers right we know that (laughs) she's gonna Mm -hmm, sell her mm -hmm. out um so now we get into the game of this what two truths and a lie yeah any any surprises for you well
1: i am like crystal oh yeah that was a big one that's the biggest shock she said (laughs) she said proposition to become a madam arrested or worked at an escort agency as an operator and then so the the what was the lie that she had uh that she had worked at uh, no, she had worked at the escort agency as an operator, and no, ya me hice ¿Cuál
0: era? I,
1: they were all juicy.
0: Oh there yeah, she, she did work as an operator, right? And okay. she was arrested.
1: Ah, so she. And so the lie him. was
0: that she was not pro- propositioned to be a madam. That's the lie.
1: Got it. Yeah, okay. it was, Oh yes, arrested. She was on um Teddy's right <laughs> did you hear that clip that she said that she has an arrest warrant yeah, for yeah in arizona and that like she couldn't fix it and the judge said well are you planning to come back to arizona and she's like well not anymore she's like well you know just don't come back and you'll be fine
0: <laughs> yeah
1: i like yeah. what did you do and i mean i'm instantly intrigued now i'm like
0: Crystal is really um crystal from northridge she's got a she's got a life there <laughs> shocking me, yeah,
1: I didn't realize you know she was gonna be this um interesting,
0: yeah, I thought that was so funny, like that whole scene with her and and that she worked at a as as a what was she
1: oh yeah that she was just a call operator
0: she was just a call operator, but I thought that was super fascinating, I think that's the most. Again, aside from Kathy's wacky resume that were all true, <laughs> like, I think that was the biggest um, shocker. Oh, uh-huh. So
1: wild. Worked as a dental assistant, cut kid hair, <laughs> and receptionist
0: at <Ed> Waldorf. <laughs> I was like, Kat, but, but although she missed the whole point of the game, I was very intrigued. I'm like, she, I want to know more about this. She's so eccentric. How are you like? The mother of the heiress, you know what I mean? Like, how did that happen? She's fascinating to me. Um, so yeah, I think crystals was the biggest takeaway, and then I was intrigued with Erica Jane's that they didn't give us any answers to
1: with no. she wore a wire
0: and she worked with the FBI or the mob or something like that, and she never answered. Yeah, she witnessed uh she was a
1: witness in a government case and yeah, 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 and wore a wire. Adopted or worked in the mafia and right then, and yeah, she doesn't say she said I've said enough. Right? Uh,
0: that was what? funny because all the memes were like, she's the one that turned in Tom. She was she was wearing I a wire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: So one of the side what was that? Go ahead. No, I was just gonna I was just kind of annoyed. I'm like, how do you play the game and not tell us which one? Like that's cheating.
0: Cause She's Erica so Jane, she's honey. To... <laughs> she's a pretty mess. She's a pretty mess. <laughs> she doesn't have to answer <laughs> anything. Um, One of the points that's like not relevant but pissed me the fuck off. Why the fuck is Kyle ruining dinner for everybody? Dookie or Doogie. What did do you call oh. her? Beachy Doogie? <laughs> Doogie. Like y'all had oh. a whole culinary chef there and like she's making burnt ass salmon and making people eat it. I was so pissed. <laughs> But the chef
1: didn't even give her a heads up. She Good. Good on
0: you, Chefy. That's what you get. I would have done I would've done the same thing. I'm like, oh, you think anyone can just be a chef? And you think that I'm just like, Okay, tu dale. hmm Good luck, ma'am. I wouldn't have said shit either. <laughs> But like the audacity, like you think you're such a great chef that yours should be the first meal and like, and then you make everybody eat it. I, I was like, sit down, Kyle. Just stop. Stop. Why are you trying to be Susie Homemaker over here? I was so mad. <laughs> I was mad about it. <laughs> That's so funny.
1: I was mad about her getting on top of the bar so randomly. Oh God,
0: like, I know.
1: <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing? Like, I was like, please don't, like
0: don't do a split, Kyle. Please don't do a split right here. <laughs> And then there was like that one moment, shout out to our Mexican culture. Crystal says, you know, yeah, I grew up here. I feel like because she grew up amongst Mexican culture. And so, again, I just like to mention our Mexican culture is everywhere. Our foundation, even though we're not represented in the housewives. So that was my little moment. I was like, thank you. Yes, we are everywhere. And that's why y'all are drinking margaritas. (laughs) so i just always like to point out our influences um as the mexican culture so i think we get now is this a big scene they're having margaritas Yes, yeah.
1: but can't we go back and talk about the random fan and not being able oh to my god yes
0: <laughs> so this is just what i was talking about earlier into the
1: darkness
0: <laughs> yes yes so this is what i was talking about earlier how i love uh Kathy she straight up pulled um big sister hustle which is like Kyle Kyle I, I can't figure out this fan <laughs> <laughs> that
1: was so funny that was really funny and, and Kyle just did it Kyle was right just like, okay. he slipped into that relationship so easy
0: yeah that was like Kyle that was like classic big sis move right there You know, and you're like, and then Kyle's like, God, Kathy, what would you do, you know, without people? And I was like, sucker, (laughs) she suckered you. That's what she did. I know.
1: I wonder if Kathy's like, fine, I'll go on your fucking show,
0: but you have to do whatever the fuck I say. Right. Kyle's like, see, Kathy, see, Kathy, look at Kathy. I, and that's why I'm becoming such a big fan of Kathy because she's like able to, invade kyle's personal space which as we've discussed has been a fortress right she doesn't let anyone you know like production and she's very controlling of her own narrative but here comes kathy who's like doogie (laughs) doogie can you help me doogie (laughs) doogie I just live for it. I live for it so much, because you can actually see Kyle's veins like tense up. <laughs> yeah, see, and then it's
1: fun. It's fun
0: watching Kyle. It's fun what? watching Kyle be so on edge <laughs> about Kyle. Yeah, because yeah. um, that night they were doing a live, right? Uh, Facebook live. I mean, I'm sorry, Instagram live. And I was cracking up so hard because Kathy was behind Kyle. And she's like, where are they? Where am I looking? And Kathy's like, no, you can't see anyone, Kathy. They can see us, but you can't see them. And then she's like, someone bring me my glasses. Kyle, I can't see. I want to say hello. And she's just being like that older sis that's like all trying to get up in your life. And you're just like get off of here. (laughs) She was so annoyed Kyle was dying.
1: (laughs) She's like that on Instagram
0: too. I've
1: seen like lots of like screenshots of her just like going to someone's page and be like, I'm
0: calling you. (laughs) And then like in the live she yells out where's Dorit? And this is in real time. She's like, is Dorit there? And then Kyle stops whatever she's saying because she hears Kathy and she's like, it's Dorit." we're at the premiere <laughs> it's <dream. laughs> Oh man! so she is just bringing me so much joy and i was uh i don't care kathy fan i was like I don't, I don't care and i have just become such a fan she's hilarious have you
1: done a poll yet i wonder what people think about kathy
0: i'm gonna do it today because i usually like to put the polls up and then the last thing is is the clip of the podcast
1: um, oh, nice. So
0: that I can see like where they stand, and then I say, "Okay, we'll go listen to the podcast." So yeah, we'll definitely add that today. That's a good one. That's a good poll. Um, so now, now I think that's it. I think those are all the fun moments. We got to get into it. <laughs> <sighs> Do we
1: have to? <laughs> yes. Yes.
0: All right, let's
1: go.
0: So, uh, let's see. Kyle's staying up for midnight margaritas. And I feel like she really wanted to do a split and a hair a hair helicopter spin with her ponytail. But <laughs> they're interrupted because, um, what is it? Everyone kind of goes to bed and setting up the scene. She's there talking to Sutton and Sutton's super stoked that Garcelle and Kyle have made resolution. You know, Kyle's saying that it felt so good that they were in a good place tonight. And she's excited to see where their relationship goes forward and so then um crystal says like oh you know like what happened and kyle was explaining to crystal what the conversation was with garcelle over lunch and how garcelle really opened her eyes kyle's eyes to how deeply that that cut her about the comment she made about not paying the bill and and so they're in the middle of that conversation When um, Crystal starts to share her own life experiences as an Asian woman in America, a non-white woman in relation to Garcelle's uh, conversation. So then Sutton breaks in and says, "Mm -mm, mm -mm, what we're not going to do, what we're not going to do. And then at that point, I'm pissed. How do you feel at that point?